The ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabin edifies, comforts, and exhorts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabin is a pastor with the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches and currently pastors the Catch the Anointing Center in Oboise. His weekly Sunday services, Monday 11th hour prayers and the Friday prophetic turning point services are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He's also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now here's Bishop Eddie Fabian. For Jesus, lift him up, lift him up, lift him up, lift him up, lift him up. Hallelujah. Wow, have you done some small exercise? It's good. God bless you. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Well, you are welcome to church. And um, we are glad that you are here. I believe that God has a word for us. Like we said, the midweek services are just for a short time, one and a half hours. So please try and come early and enjoy the praise and worship, the prayer time. And then, of course, the word of God. Amen. Well, tonight, for a short time, I want to preach once again from Bishop's book, Labor to be Blessed. Labor to be Blessed. Hallelujah. I think we have a few more copies left. So if we have them, can we have them? It's 25 Ghana cities. Just get a copy and it will be a blessing to you. This book is a great revelation for anybody who is desiring to be rich. You know, this book will teach you a whole lot of things about why you should not rather desire to be rich, but rather desire to be blessed. Are you getting it? Brother Nana Kwame, it's better to desire to be blessed. If you need a copy, just wave your hand and it will be brought to you. Amen. 25 Ghana cities. So we've been talking about laboring to be blessed and not to be rich. Because we give so many reasons. I cannot go over all the reasons why you should not labor to be rich. If you want to know the reasons, get the book. And all the reasons are there. I think about 19 reasons or so why you should not follow riches. Hallelujah. So, um, we must labor to be blessed. And um, one of the questions is, what can we do to be blessed? Because if we want to be blessed, I tell you there are a lot of things you can do. There are things that attract blessings, and there are things that attract curses. And if you don't know, you will end up doing things that rather attract curses into your life. I was telling you on Sunday that there are two groups of people, and there's no dividing line. It's either you are blessed or you are cursed. That's it. So there are a lot of cursed people walking on the earth. And there are a lot of blessed people also walking on the earth. Yeah. And sometimes the blessings are generational, just as the curses are. You see a curse that is there, you know. This man who was cursed with leprosy, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, is it Gehazi? Gehazi? Yeah, he went to collect money that he should not go and collect. 
And the man of God said, hey, you, I have not asked you to go for money and you have gone for it. And he used the man of God's name that the man of God said he should come for it. And as he came for the money, even the man who was giving him the things, he asked me, is that, is that enough? Because I could see that the guy, he was lying. He was a greedy guy. He said, oh, take two and be content. <laughs> take two and be content. Because he could see that the guy, he had come through his own whatever. He wanted something for himself. Anyway, when he came back, the man of God said, ah, where did you go? He said, oh, I was just around. I was, I was just, I went to the, 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 the side there to just uh, buy some uh, kiliwili and come. The man of God said, you are lying to me. He said, did not my spirit go with you when you were going? I saw you. He said, may the sickness that was on that man come upon you. Hey! So Naaman's leprosy, that was there. I don't know how long it had been on him. The Bible says that he was a captain, but he was a leper. The bat canceled everything in his life. And that bat was transferred to this Gehazi guy. So, as you see somebody walking around with leprosy, for all you know, he may be a descendant of Gehazi. Yeah. No, sometimes people don't know that whatever we do has consequences that, that can go far, far-reaching consequences. So, you need to be careful. And that is why you must go for the things that bring blessings. Yeah. So there are many things, and we've been talking about them. We talked about the fact that when you obey the commandments of the Lord, it will bring a blessing into your life. Yeah. We talked about the fact that paying your tithe can release blessings into your life. Very, very important. And what else did we say can bring blessings into your life? Do you remember? Come again. Serving God. Serving God can release blessings into your life. Bible says that, and you shall serve, Exodus 23 verse 25, and he shall bless. So as you serve, your duty is just to serve God. Concentrate on that and just keep serving God and watch him bless you. He says that he shall bless your bread, he shall bless your water, and he will take sickness from your midst. That is why we serve God. Because there are great blessings in it. That kind of healing, no money can get that healing for you. Yeah. You can be there in the whole year, your whole family, nobody has gone to the hospital. Do you believe? Yeah. How many of you sometimes see that in a year, you've been going to the hospital and going and coming? Let me see. Let me see. You won't raise your hand. Yeah. <laughs> you see, but we can have the blessing of not going to the hospital the whole year. Can you imagine the amount of money you will save? But you can be rich and have a lot of money and you spend all that money in the hospital. You're buying this, you're buying that, you're going for this test, you're doing uh, so many things, you know. And that is why we must labor for the things that bring blessings. Hallelujah. Well, tonight for just a few minutes, I want to preach from chapter 6 of the book. It says that labor for the blessings of church builders. In fact, you see that all these things are even seeds that you are sowing. You know, like we are saying that this year is a year of seed time and harvest. Every one of this is a seed. Seed of obeying the word of God. Seed of paying your tithe. Seed of serving God. These are all seeds. And so you can even title my message, the seed of 
building the church of God. It's a seed. And definitely, you're going to reap a great, great, great harvest as you build the house of God or the church of God. Second Samuel chapter 7. Second Samuel chapter 7. Second Samuel chapter 7. And we're going to read from verse 1 to verse 12. Second Samuel chapter 7 from verse 1 to verse 12. The Bible says that it came to pass when the king sat in his house and the Lord had, and the Lord had given him rest run about from all his enemies that the king said unto Nathan the prophet, See now, I dwell in an house of cedar, but the ark of God dwelleth within curtains. And Nathan said to the king, Go, do all that is in thine heart, for the Lord is with you. And it came to pass that night that the word of the Lord came unto Nathan, saying, Go and tell my servant David, Thus saith the Lord, Shall thou build and house for me to dwell in, whereas I have not dwelt in any house since the time that I brought up the children of Israel out of Egypt, even to this day, but have walked in a tent and in a tabernacle. In all the places wherein I have walked with all the children of Israel, speak I a word with any of the tribes of Israel, whom I commanded to feed my people, Israel, saying, why build ye not me a house of cedar? Now therefore, so shall thou say unto my servant David, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I took thee from the sheep coat, from following the sheep, to be ruler over my people, over Israel, and I was with thee whithersoever thou wentest, and have cut off all thine enemies out of thy sight, and have made thee a great name, like unto the name of the great men that are in the earth. Ah, may all these blessings be your portion of. Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people, Israel, and I will plant them that they may dwell in a place of their own. Hmm. And move on them. What did he say? And move no more, neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them anymore as before time. Verse 11, and as since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel, and I've caused thee to rest from all your enemies, also the Lord telleth thee that he will make thee an house. Wow, very powerful. Verse 12, and when thy days be fulfilled, and thou shalt uh, sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. Now, you can see right there a blessing that is a generational blessing. That God is telling David that I'm going to bless you, not just you, but your seed that is coming after you. And there is a reason for that. David had a mind to build the house of God. May you have a mind to build the house of God. If there's anything to labor for, don't labor to build uh, a crown house of oak or Labor to build what? As Antikotoko or a bombing, a bombing old students association. Do you know a bombing? <laughs> eh? Some of you have strength to build things. Hmm? You have been building pitoms and ramses. Do you know pitoms and ramses? <laughs> it's in the Bible. Exodus chapter 1. Look for it. 
the children of Israel, they were building for Pharaoh. Pitoms and Ramses. Building all sorts of things. But none of that was for God. And none of that releases a blessing over your life. Yeah. No. I'm telling you. It's good to work where you're working and doing all the things that you do. But I'm telling you, the thing that releases blessings is when you build the house of God. Yeah. 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 You're not excited. That's why you're not clapping well. <laughs> yeah. Did you find that scripture in Exodus? They built for Pharaoh Ramses and Pitoms. So sometimes we are building, but who are we building for? We need to labor for the things that will bring blessings into our lives. And it takes a certain grace to be somebody who will be in your own house, but you are thinking about the house of God. Now, you don't find that these days, you find people more concerned about their own. I mean, when we come and we say, I see you building your house. <laughs> Do you see a lot of people jumping and shouting? Hey, I see you building your house. Oh, you will not receive it too. You see that you have become some way. Oh, no, no, you shall build your own house. Oh. I see you moving into your house in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Every one of you here, I prophesy over you, you will build your own house. I don't know what type of house you want to live in. Story building, short, whatever, three bedroom, five bedroom. May you receive it in Jesus' name. Yeah, it will happen. It will happen. But you see, I'm telling you that there is a better way to look for that thing rather than struggling to do it yourself. Are you getting it? When you build the house of God, you make a way for a certain blessing to come upon you. And that is what we are talking about. David was a very unique person. I mean, not everybody will just be in their homes and say, ah, I'm living in a nice house. I have air condition here. I have this here. But in the house of God, there's no air condition. There's no this, there's no that. I have this in my house, but there's nothing like that in the church. I think I can help to also get one for the church. That is something that's a blessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. And my bishop, there are some things in the church, me too, I don't have in my house. You see, your mind is not working correctly. You see that I can hear what you are saying. Yeah, it's true. But where, where, do you think that, don't you think that it's rather better for the house of God to have certain things? Yeah, rather than we come here and then we don't have anything at all. It's very important. And that's why David was thinking about it. He had a heart to build the house of God. So the first blessing that will come to you, as my time is almost up, is that labor to build the house of God and God will build a house for you. <laughs> build the house of God and God will build a house for you. Many years ago, that was what Archbishop Bidahosa said when he came to um, do the sword cutting for Archbishop Duncan Williams' church action. When he did it, he said, build a house for God, and God will build a house for you. Oh, I thought I was going to hear your amen. 
Build a house for God and God will build a house for you. Build a house for God and God will build a house for you. Amen. No, God builds houses for people. Yeah. When you read Exodus chapter 1, the Bible talks about these midwives. I think verse 21 or so. Ah, you found the pitoms. Therefore, they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, pitoms and Ramses. These were things they were building. I don't know what you are building, Sister Margaret. What are you building? It's a question. People are building Ramses, pitoms. Hey! But the Bible says that when, yeah, when Pharaoh heard that there was somebody that was going to be born and all that, he wanted to kill all the children, but the midwives, they didn't release and the Bible says that it came to pass because the midwives fear God that he made them houses. May God make a house for you. I said, may God make a house for you. Yeah. God is in the business of making houses for people. You'll be amazed how God can build a house for you. Yeah. I've shared this testimony and I will always share it because for me, it is something that I believe it was connected to a seed that I sowed. I was in a service. The man of God was preaching. He said, sow a seed. After now, I don't even remember the amount he called for. But what I heard in my ear was that I was saving some money to go and build my own house. I said I was going to build a house for myself. And I saved some money. And I was going to buy some cement and blocks and things like that. And the voice said, the money you have put down, that money that you have put down, that money, bring that money to the church. You know, immediately I turned my head. I said, get thee behind me, Satan. Get thee behind me. What a shock. Because sometimes all the things, when you hear them, you don't think that it's God that is asking for this one. Ah, God, how can you ask for this money? This money that I've been saving all this while, you cannot ask for it. You see, one of the things I've come to realize if God is speaking to you is that the thing doesn't go away. It will stay there. You will feel it. You, you will be thinking about it. You are not comfortable. Until you do it, you will never be comfortable. If you want to know whether God is speaking to you about something, this is one of the ways. It will be pressing on you, pressing on you. You will never be comfortable. One day I was in a bus. Some people were fooling in the bus. They were singing profane songs. Some students. <laughs> When I was going to do my national service after university in Navrongo, we were in the bus from Accra to Bolga. The people were singing, fooling in the bus. I've never seen people. They were singing, profane songs. And I was sitting in the car, Christian brother, and the people were singing, moving. Oh! Then at a point, I think when we got to Techiman or something, no, is it Kumasi or after Techiman? They got tired and they started sleeping in the bus. Late in the night, around 12 midnight. Then I heard the voice clear. It was so clear in my ears. It said, now it's your turn. Now it's your turn. <laughs> you know, when you hear some of those voices, <laughs> no, it cannot be me. No, no, it's, it's not me. But I sat in the bus. I was never comfortable. I wanted to sleep. I couldn't sleep. I'll turn, toss, you know. Then at a point, a thought came to me that, ah, Maybe God has told somebody as the person is not doing it. He's come to tell me, and me too, I'm sitting down. 
I was never comfortable until I got up. Then I started preaching in the bars. <laughs> I clapped my hands. The people were very surprised. Say, ah, who is this guy? And to make matters worse, I said I was coming to preach to them. <laughs> oh, you people, you these crazy people, something, something, something. Oh, but I preached. I preach. Oh, I preach. <laughs> I preach. And when I finished, I made an altar call. I prayed with them. And I sat down. That was when I became free. And I was able to sleep from Kintampu somewhere to this thing. But I realized that you will never be free until you do the thing that God has asked you to do. You know. So I just went to take, I told my wife, I said, this is what the Lord is saying. <laughs> I thought she was going to be very angry with me. That all this money we have saved. And she said, listen, if that's what God is saying, let's do it. Let's do it. You see, you may never know that at a certain point, something that God will be requiring of you is what will make a way for you to enter a certain blessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took all that money like that and I brought it. In fact, that was when I understood that verse. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. I said, I was sowing in tears. But as I brought the money, I, I felt relieved. I felt, I felt, okay. And I sat down. I looked at my wife's face. She too, she looked at my face. It's like, what is this foolish thing we have done? You see, but that's what it is. Sometimes when you do some of these things, it looks foolish. It looks stupid. But that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Exactly two weeks after that. Exactly two weeks. I was in the church when a young man walked to me. I don't know. I don't remember. Was I a pastor or reverend or bishop? I don't know. But he said, pastor, reverend. Then I said, yeah, what is it? He said, I hear you are building a house. I looked at the guy. <laughs> I said, yeah, uh-huh. Because I didn't know whether he was coming to ask me for money, for, for something. So I said, yes. Then he said something that blessed me. He said, I am, a, I am an estate developer. Wow. And God has told me to come and help you to finish your house. Wow. Man. That was music to my ears. I said, brother, that which you have to do, do it quickly. He said, I should show him my place. He came, he went with me to look at the place. That time we had just done foundation. Oh. He rather was making suggestions. Let's do this here. Let's do this here. Let's do that. Within a short time, my house just went up like this. <laughs> like that. That is when I understood that God can build a house for you. Yeah. You see, David had that revelation too. And he wanted to build for God. This is what Bishop says. When you build a house for God, God will build a house for you. Look at the scripture above. It said, David attempted to build a house for God. And God's response to David was that he would rather build a house for David. Look at it, verse 11. Can you go back to that scripture? 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 11. It said, the Lord telleth thee that he will make thee an house. I see God making a house for you. 
oh, only three people heard me. I said, God will make a house for you. You know, when I read the scripture that says, Jesus said that, you believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house are many mansions. If we had not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. You see, God can prepare a place for you. God can build a house for you. One of the things I heard, those who have made it to heaven and back, <laughs> may you make it to heaven and come back. Amen. Go for tour in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know you can go for tour in heaven? You don't know? Oh, there are lots of people that have gone for tour in heaven. Yeah. One man of God, Jesse Duplantis, he, he was going for a program. He was praying in his house. He said, he said when he, he, he was kneeling down, no, he said they had gone for lunch. Yeah. And everybody has ordered his food. And they all ordered some other banku. <laughs> no, no, I didn't order banku, but I'm just giving you an example. Banku and fish, tilapia. Some have ordered jollof rice. Some have ordered fried rice and all that. So they all ordered. And when they brought the food, everybody was about to eat. Then he heard a voice. You see, this type of thing, eh? sometimes to build the house of God, and sometimes God will speak to you directly to do something. And he had a voice saying, go to your room. He said, ah, I'm not coming to eat my jollof rice. How can I go to my room? You see, even for some of us, I'm sure that you will not even hear such a voice. Because if you look at the jollof rice and the fried rice, and then the crowd take it one take, you will not hear it. So he left the food. Can you believe it? He left the food and went to his room. God, he didn't know what. And when he got to his room, he didn't know what to do. Anytime you don't know what to do, pray. He decided that he would pray. So he said, he decided to kneel down by his bed. As he was going down, he lifted his head, just like the clock is on the wall. And he saw the clock on the wall. And the time was 1 p.m. He remembers it very well. And then he went down. Pam. He said before his knees touched the ground, there was a, a sudden suction force. <laughs> just pulled him up like that before he realized he was in heaven. Wow. <laughs> I see you also going for excursion and coming back. But when he arrived, there was an angel that took him around. I mean, later when you have it, the close encounters of the God kind, that's, that's the message he preached. Listen to it, very powerful message. And uh, he met with different people. He met David. He met uh, all sorts of people he met in heaven. Yeah. Charlie? Can you imagine you go up there and you see some family members in the Kwabawai, back. Anyway, Unsamba. No, there are a lot of people, they don't want to come back. They don't want to come back. When they go, say, hey, as I've arrived here, I don't know whether I can make it again. No? I'll just I'll stay here. You know, but sometimes God will say, it's not yet time. Go and come. Yeah. But he had a particular message. God told him to go and tell the world, I am. Say, Jesus said to him, Go and tell them, I am coming soon. <laughs> Jesse Duplante said, oh, but we know you are coming soon. You know him. If you know him, he's a very funny man. So, we know you are coming soon. He said, Jesus was so angry. He said, they don't know. They don't know. He was angry. He said, go and tell them, I am coming soon. Which is true. The church, we live as if we don't know that Jesus is coming soon. We live our lives as if we have the whole world. We're not going to die now. Adelaide, yeah. That's how come today you can be in church. Tomorrow you are not. Today you are there because, oh, he said soon. Even people joke with it. He said, 
when you say, I will come soon, you say, is it the Jesus soon or which soon are you talking about? Have you heard somebody saying that before? Because Jesus said soon and he's still not come. So some of you, when you say soon, we, maybe it's like you are not coming now. So is it the Jesus soon? Hmm. But it will take us by surprise. Oh. Yeah. Can you imagine if Jesus would come to now and people are not in the church? It would be wild, though. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what I'm preaching about. But I'm just telling you something. That God, but one of the things he said, I, I think that's what got me there. He said, he went to see his mansion in heaven. That's just the places. And he said, the mansion was exactly like he wants his house to be. He said he likes wood. He likes wood. He said, in heaven, his house in heaven has a lot of wood. Wow. Nice. God knows exactly what he likes. Yeah. So if you are somebody who likes like a lot of mirrors in your house, when you arrive in heaven, you see that there will be a lot of mirrors in your mansion in heaven. You don't believe it? Yeah. If you like what else? You like music. See, there will be music. When you enter your room, no, music will be flowing in heaven. Hey, Charlie, have you been there? I don't know why you will not make it. If you build a house for God, God will build a house for you. Building God's house brings tremendous favor into your life. Instead of laboring to be rich, you must labor to build the church. Building a church will bring tremendous blessings. Instead of striving to build your own house, strive to build the house of God. You are working with all your heart to get more money. Today, you can work with all your heart to build the house of God. It is time to have a good vision for your life. Amen. It's a good vision. It's a good vision. Look at it. Psalm 102 verse 13 and 14. It says that thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion. For the time to favor her, yea, the set time to favor her is come. For thy servants, look at that, take pleasure in her stones and favor the dust thereof. So, when you are excited about the stones and the dust of the earth, the Bible says that your set time for favor has come. Oh, you didn't receive that one. From today, may you begin to delight in the stones of the church. May you delight in the dust of the church. The sun and the stones as we are building. If you have that delight, God will also favor you and build a house for you. Oh, I thought you were going to put your hands together. For Jesus, somebody is receiving favor. Number two, labor for the blessings of those who build the house of God. So, apart from God building a house for you, which is like one of the blessings, there are also what the Bible calls blessings in building the house of God. Now, you can look at it from the other side when you don't build the house of God. Haggai chapter 1. Haggai chapter 1 and verse 4. Haggai chapter 1 and verse 4. Look at it. Is it time for you, O ye, to dwell in your sealed houses? And this house lie waste. God is talking about his house. Verse 5. Now therefore, thus saith the Lord, consider your ways. Consider your ways. Tell somebody, consider your ways. Yeah. Yeah. Consider the way you have been living. You don't think about God's house. Verse 6. You have sown much and you bring in little. You eat, but you have not enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. 
you clothe ye, but there is none warm. And he that earned wages, earned wages to put it in a bag full of holes. So when you put the money in your pocket, then when you check the thing, it's not there. It's as if there are holes there and everything has vanished. You put your money in your handbag, you open the thing, you can't find the money again. Because God says that you are building your house and you have forgotten about his house. So look at what he says in verse 7. He said, that's here the Lord, consider your ways, verse 8. Go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the house and I will take pleasure in it. And I'll be glorified. See the Lord. Verse 9. You look for much, and lo, it came to little. And when you brought it home, I did blow upon it. <laughs> when you got money and you brought it, <laughs> that money you went to work hard for. As soon as you brought the money home, <laughs> that was the end of the money. Why not bring it to a place where God himself rather will keep it instead of blowing it? And the Bible says that because my house, that is waste, and you run every man to your own house. Hey, verse 10. Therefore, the heaven, see, that's the, the, the thing. The heaven over you is stayed from dew, mercy. And the earth is stayed from her fruit. So there's no dew coming from heaven, and there's no fruit coming from the ground. Now, brother, you'll be very poor. Very poor. So, when you look at it in the opposite way, all these things rather will turn in your direction if you rather do it. God will open the heavens over you. God will cause your, your ground to bring forth fruit. Receive it in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says in verse 11, look at another dangerous thing. It said, and I called for a drought upon the land, upon the mountains, upon the corn, upon the new wine, upon the oil, upon the ground we bring it forth, upon the men, upon cattle. Up- hey! May that not be your portion in Jesus' name. Because you will be one of the people building the house of God. I see rather blessings. I see God satisfying you. And I see God building a house for you. In the name of Jesus. I see the heavens open over you. If you believe you are the one, shout amen. It's going to come to pass. I see people here. You will be people who love to build the house of God. And God will build a house for you. This drought and all these things will not be your portion. In Jesus' name. Amen. Later, when you read chapter 2 of Haggai, when the people started to build, the Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord, verse 1, Haggai 2, the Spirit of the Lord stirred the hearts of the people and they rose up to build. May the Spirit of the Lord stir up your heart to build. And they rose up, verse 2. Look at that. Verse 2. Speak now to the people, saying, build, verse 3. Saw the house. Verse 4. Be strong and build. For I'm with you. Verse 5. Covenanted with them, so my spirit remaineth with you. Verse 6. Let a little while said, I will shake the heavens. May God shake the heavens for your sake. And he said, the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former. I see glory, nice, something beautiful. He said, the silver, the gold, Every one of them, they belong to me. God will give you money. God will give you silver. God will give you gold. In Jesus' name. Verse number three. Labor to have a heart to build a house in the name of the Lord. Yeah, 
The whole thing is a hard thing. Joseph is what? A hard thing. It must be from your heart. And you will see it. Everyone who built for God, it was in their heart. First Kings chapter 8, verse 17 to 19. It says that, and it was in the heart of David, my father, to build a house for the name of the Lord God. And the Lord said unto David, my father, and the Lord God said unto David, my father, whereas it was in your heart to build a house unto my name, thou didst well that it was in your heart. Nevertheless, thou shalt not build the house but your son. But he said, because it was in your heart, you did well. You did well. You did well. The heart describes and the, 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 the heart determines everything. What is in your heart? Hmm? What is in your heart, my dear? Justina, what's in your heart? Some people have a whole lot of things in their heart. Looking for uh, dresses to wear. What is in your heart? But David, the Bible says that it was in his heart to build for God. Oh, may it be in your heart to build for God. Yeah. Yeah. It is in my heart. I want to do all that I can to build the house of God. Whichever way you can build as you are joining a ministry in the church and working in the house of God, you can also build physically the house of God. Whichever way you build, God is happy that it is in your heart that you want to build for God. And for me, I found it very exciting. One day somebody told me there was something we were doing. We were raising some funds. So he really wants to, but he's not able to. I said, the fact that it is in your heart even is enough. It's enough. It's enough. Nehemiah told the people, if I didn't tell them in Nehemiah 2, verse 12, the Bible says that he did not tell the people what God had put in his heart concerning building the house of God. Yeah. Neither told I any man what God had put in my heart to do. Yeah. There are things God will put in your heart. May God put something in your heart. Do you know that Satan puts things in people's hearts? Yeah. One day, a man of God, he said he was sleeping in his house. He was sleeping, then he opened his eyes, and he saw the devil coming through his window. I think he was dreaming, and he saw the devil coming, and came to open his heart and put something inside, close it, and ran away. Mercy. <laughs> John 13, verse 2, Bible says that, and the devil, having put into the heart of Judas Iscariot to betray him, a lot of things is the devil puts it into your heart. So your heart, Bible says, guard it with all diligence. For out of it flows the issues of life. God will put a good thing into your heart. May you have a heart to build for God. In the name of Jesus. And because of that, the Bible says in 1 Chronicles 29, 28, he died in the good old age. This is David. He died in the good old age. Oh, I declare you shall die in the good old age. You will not die young. You will die in a good old age. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Say, I will die in a good old age. Say, I will die in a good old age. Because I built the house of God. In Jesus' name. Yeah. 
He died in a good old age. How? Full of riches. Full. Full of days and riches and honor. May you die full of riches. May you not die owing people. One brother told me, he said his uncle died and nobody wanted to go for the body. In fact, first of all, they don't want to take the body to the mortuary. And then secondly, they don't want to go for the body for the mortuary because when you arrive at the mortuary, you have to pay all the mortuary bills. One of our, our pastors. So he actually went to the mortuary himself to collect the body. Because the man was owing a lot of money. Huh? One day, Prophet Kakra said somebody came to see him. He said, Prophet, pray for me. He said, why? He said, there is a man pray for him so that he doesn't die. So, Prophet Kaka was wondering, ah, why, why do you want to give me? to me, body. I said, body, I'm washes, known to me, Wooza. I said, Prophet, body, I'm washes, known to me, Wooza. I said, body, I'm washes, washes, was our body, no more. You are a body that people have shares inside of you. You owe a lot of people. But that will not be your testimony. You will die full of days and full of riches and honor. Receive it in Jesus' name. Yeah. Talking about Prophet Kakra. Next month, he's going to come here. We're having a convention with him. So it's going to be powerful. Number four, labor to gather money for the building of the house of God. That is also another way you can be blessed. Maybe you cannot, but you can gather money. You can be able to help to get some money to build the house of God. Yeah? Sometimes I call people. I say, listen, we are doing this. Do it for the church. Help us. Help us. We need this. And these are things I could have gotten for myself. Yeah? But I said, listen, I need you to do this for us. And then they, 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 they say, okay. And it's a lot of money. A lot of money. And you can also do the same. Some of you have connections in certain places. You can change some things here, just now. <laughs> when you move. Yeah. Gather money. David gathered money for the building of the house of God. First Chronicles 29, 1 to 3. Furthermore, David the king said unto the congregation, Solomon, my son, whom alone God has chosen, is yet young and tender, and the work is great. For the palace is not for man, but for the Lord. Now I have prepared, look at that, I have prepared with all my might for the house of God, the gold for the things of gold, the silver for the things of silver, the brass for the things of brass, iron for the things of iron, stones for the things of stones, wood for the things of wood, he had prepared yeah. Can you also prepare something for the house of God? Maybe towels for the towels in the house of God. And maybe lights. You can do that. You can also gather something and help. How can you help? Maybe money for the buses that are bringing people to church. You can also get something. So you can work to have. And, and the Bible says that he said, I have given over and above, verse 3, over and above all that I have prepared, over and above. 
give over and above. You will see God will give you over and above. Hey. And finally, labor to build the cities of God. Labor to build the cities of God. Zechariah 1 verse 17. Zechariah 1 verse 17. Cry yet saying, thus saith the Lord of hosts, my cities through prosperity shall yet be spread abroad. And the Lord shall yet comfort Zion and shall yet choose Jerusalem. The cities of God are a series of church buildings. Through your prosperity, hey, and I see God prospering you. Oh, only three people receive it. Sometimes people don't know why God has prospered you. One day a gentleman, he was asked to pay his tithe. Do you know the response he gave? He told the man of God, he said, do you know how much money I earn? And you're asking me to pay tithe. Do you know how much money I earn? And he said, I am paid in dollars. As if dollars is a very wild something that, the dollars, they are paying you dollars. It's like some, so you can't pay tithe. But you don't know that the same God who gave you the dollars is the one asking you? The same God. The same God. And when you give him, he can give you over and above. May you receive over and above. In the name of Jesus. And I remember that man is dead now. Before he died, he went to bring all his money to the church. He said, oh, please take this money. And he was very sick. Very sick. So the man of God told him, you know, you need this money for your medication and all that. Go and buy medicine. You don't, you don't have to bring it to the church. You know, but it's like, now that I'm dying, now I'm bringing the money. Should it be so? Should not be so. Should it be so? But the cities of God are the churches that are being built. You know, we are building a lot of churches. Yeah. We are building at a place here called Till Baby. Do you know Till Baby? Till Baby. Yeah. Till Baby. Live your somewhere. (laughs) Till Baby. Till Baby. Something like that. We are building there. Some of our pastors will be going there. Yeah. We are building here. I could carry here. If you are driving, you will see. I don't know how many of you have seen it. I could carry. Do you know I could carry? Right here, you will see by the roadside. Powerful building. It's coming up. Beautiful. Yeah. Cathedrals. We are building. We are building. When you go to Sefi Asawenso, we are building there. Sefi Bekwai. All these places we are building. Yeah. Hinehini. You know Hinehini. We are building all those places. And our church in uh, Atonsu is also coming up. Big, big cathedral. We are building in Accra. We have buildings. When you go to Sierra Leone, we are building Liberia. We are building. So far, we have about seven churches, cathedrals. Cut the anointing center I'm talking about. There are other denominations. But we too, this is what we too we are doing. Yeah. And your offerings and all that are helping to build all these churches. Hallelujah. That's why I want to encourage you that even give more. Give more to support. Everything you are seeing, everything is coming. Our offering just goes. Everything just goes to support. You see, because this church that we are in was also built by some other people. Yeah, our churches in the UK and other places put their money together to build this church that we are in. So they are expecting that as our church has been built, we too, we must build other people's churches. 
Yeah. That's why you must give well. You see, as you are giving, you don't know what the money is being used for. But I'm telling you, building a whole lot of buildings that are coming up, they will show you a lot of pictures for you to see. You can ask Margaret. She handles a lot of things here. I'm telling you, money just grows. We are building, 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 building. So give. And some of you, God has blessed you over and above. Over and above. Give over and above. Yeah. Sometimes you see Bishop on the flow prayer meeting talking about people building churches. Have you desired that you to one day your name will be mentioned and this building was put up by so, so, and so? It's going to happen, oh. God is going to prosper you. You two, you will join in the building of these churches. Bishop will be saying, and the church was built by this and dedicated by this. Oh, your name will be there too. Yeah. And we'll be building a lot of churches all over the Ashanti region. So let's support in the building of God's house. When you build a house for God, God will build a house for you. When you build a house for God, God will build a house for you. May you build God's house in Jesus' name. Stand to your feet. Let's go home. Put your hands together for Jesus. Lift up your hands and pray. Ask God for grace to build the house of God. Lift up your voice. Pray. Ask God. The Lord grant me grace. Grace. May I also be a builder of your house. Just like David. May it be in my heart to build the house of God. Open your mouth and pray. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. The grace to build. The grace to build a house for you, Lord. The grace to look for money to build your house, to support in the building of the house of God. The Father, as you prosper me, may I also support in the building of the house of God. May I give to build in the name of Jesus. My cities through prosperity shall be built. Oh, pray that you'll be one of those people that God is going to prosper. Lift up your voice and pray. I sense God wants to prosper some people to build his house. Open your mouth and pray that, Lord, you will prosper me to build your house. You will prosper me to build your house. You will prosper me to build your house in the name of Jesus. use me oh, if you can use anything Lord you can use me oh take my hands Lord and my feet touch my heart Lord speak through me if you can use anything Lord you can use me Lift up your hand, make that your prayer to the Lord. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands and my feet, Lord. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. 
Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. You know, tonight maybe you are here, you want God to use you to build this church. You are saying, Lord, I want to be one who will give to the building of your church. And I need you to prosper me and help me. I want to really build. If you, if you help me, you bless me, I'm going to help to build your church. If you are here like that, I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you because I believe that some of you, God is raising you as financiers for his work. God is raising you as people that is blessing financially to do his work. Give me some oil. Let me pray for these people. Oh, yes. May God bless you and may God prosper you to build this house. And God will prosper you. According to your faith and according to your desire, so be it in the name of Jesus. May God prosper you to help in the building of his house. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For a heart, oh God. Oh, Kanubashi Karabante. Mekoria Sandarabande. A heart that wants to build for God. Jesus. That's it. May he prosper you in the name of Jesus, Father. Houses, 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 Jesus, Maria Suta Labande, hey, Mashanderikosa, Manderia Suta Labande, receive it, receive the building of your house. If you are here, you have desired to build a house, you don't even know how it's going to be possible. Come, God is going to give you wisdom. A house is built by wisdom. Let me pray for you. Or maybe you are building, you haven't finished. Jesus, receive it. Wisdom to build. Maybe your portion. Wisdom to build. Wisdom to build. Receive it. Jesus. Wisdom to build is upon you. 
you will not know how but you shall live and move into your house in the name of Jesus oh yes receive it receive it receive it receive it wisdom to build wisdom to build father bless bless hey receive it take it you may not know how but God is going to do it oh do it Lord that's it that's it you're moving in you're moving in you're moving in you're moving in receive it Jesus that's it that's it take it take it take it that's it it's done for the hand of Zerubbabel has laid the foundation and his hands also shall finish it may your hand lay the foundation may you finish it finish it finish it finish it receive it receive it father thank you for wisdom to build in the name of Jesus as you build for God receive buildings receive buildings receive buildings Isaiah 65 verse 20 receive it receive it receive it receive it Charlie calls Italiana father that's it divine wisdom to build it's your portion it's your portion oh yes that house will be dedicated you will move in not just one house but houses 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 receive it verse 21 thank you do it lord do it lord do it lord do it lord in jesus name and they shall build houses is somebody receiving it and they shall build houses somebody say it's me they shall build houses they shall build houses receive it in the name of jesus i see you located for this blessing in jesus name and as every head is bowed all eyes closed maybe you are here somebody invited you to church or you are listening you are watching on facebook but you are not saved you are not born again ha ah. Tonight, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. If you're here like that, just lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. You want to be born again. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray together. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die for my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. We believe you have been exalted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call a WhatsApp plus 233-591-524-522. That's plus 233-591-524-522. To speak to Prophet Eddie Fabian. Prophet Fabian would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Fabian is also on Facebook, so stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Fabian comes your way again, run!
with a prophetic word. 